Yo, 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 I'm Dex. Yo, 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 this is Jay. And this is Complicated Discord. Today we joined by Queen Esther yet again. Thank you. Yeah, how you doing today, sweetie? You all right? I'm having a good day. It was a a hectic one, but I'm good. I'm still alive. How was y'all day? I was at work, so, you know, it was a day. <laughs> my day off was good. You know? Ran some errands and whatnot. Got some stuff done. Same here. I yeah. washed my dog. Oh, you did? It was a lot of work. She's big. She's a big girl. <laughs> 72-pounder. Oh. Bam. What kind of dog is it, Pit? She is, um, what you call it? A tricolor bully. A tricolor American bully. Phoenix. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. She's chilling, and I gave her her bed bag, so she's everything right now. <laughs> uh, where's Jay? He's at work. Okay, okay, okay. Well, today we're going to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my aggravation. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I want to hear Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm, I'm going to start it off like this. Um, a couple of days ago, maybe about a week ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, we had plans to, to meet up somewhere. And he got there late. And then when he got there, I was I was upset, you know, and I believe it was rightfully so because, you know, it's a waste of my time. <laughs> and um, he turned to me. He was like, bro, I'm, I'm black, man. I'm on I'm on CPT. Like, I'm a nigga. Niggas is late. If you wanted somebody to be on time, you should have got a white person. And I'm offended. What? I'm already offended, but carry on. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know. <laughs> I, I waited about a day or so, and I, I listen. I'm not going. I tried to keep it to myself. I really did, mm-hmm. but it's just it's not in my spirit. <laughs> so I, what? What offended that? What offended you, Esther? The part that offends me, being a black person, very queen, crown it. Um, that's something that shouldn't be something that people are proud of, because as a community, as a race. We're already looked down upon for many other things that are not even true. Being lazy, you know, deadbeat fathers, in jail, violence, etc. Like it's not a, a color, just like speaking properly. I've been told, oh, you sound like a white person. No, I speak standard English. <laughs> if I'm with cool people, I could speak some vernacular. You understand what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm going to show up late. Like even I've had a friend say that, you know, like, oh, I didn't expect you to be on time. I was like, wow. OK, yeah, that's that's messed okay. up. <laughs> and she was white. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like we yeah. have enough no, going let, against us. Let me ask you this, right? If the guy said it in a jokingly manner, all right, maybe he wasn't dead serious about it. Maybe he was just joking. <laughs> Would you still be that upset about it? If a white person called you nigga. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make her funny? Does listen, make her, listen. So, I mean, I get it. It's, huh? Here's my thing, right? Because I, I, like I said, when, when I explained the next day, he, he couldn't understand why I was so aggravated about it. And mm-hmm. my, my thing was, I tried to explain, I'm like, I'm sick of, of black people saying stuff like that. You're using that as an excuse to be late. Like, if you're late, just say, yo, I'm late. My fault. I'm sorry. My bad. But when you use it as an excuse, what you're doing is you're you're placing you're using an entire race of people just because you were late. 
and it's aggravating. And I had to point out to him, I said, I want you to imagine if a white person said that. Like if you were supposed to meet a white person and they're like, well, I mean, he's black. What, what do you expect? You know, he's, he's on CPT. They, they're going to be late. Like, you would take that person. That shit would hurt your soul. Additionally, it's like you're perpetuating a negative paradigm. Exactly. An entire race. So I'm just like, no, we're educated. We can be on time. We can speak standard English. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, if we keep perpetuating these negative views, how are we supposed to come come up as a race? We're, we're going I, against years. I do, I do agree. With of that. degradation. 100% I agree. I, but again, if, if it was in a jokingly manner, then I don't think that it should be. Just like you said, if a white guy said, hey there, nigga, in a jokingly manner, would it be okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was, I was explaining, there, was, there are things that black people could say that white people can't, you know what I mean? But, but see, but that's the problem. We are so comfortable letting black people say that because what happens is white people hear it and it becomes more than just a black thing now. It becomes okay. It's exactly. Wait, that's what I'm saying. You're perpetuating a negative paradigm. You like, understand? Do, do you know how many times you're degrading? You're degrading. A, I can't even find the word. But you're discouraging <laughs> a race. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Just for one person's lateness. It's like you said, Dex. It's not cool. Like, do you know how many times I that, people, tell me, people tell me, "Oh, yeah, I got here late because I didn't think you were going to be here on time." I'm, why? Don't you remember CPT? <laughs> so I'm like, what? No. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's disrespectful. And, yeah, it is. And, you know, and I also get that whole, uh, you know what I get all the time? You don't sound like a black person. In fact, one guy actually told me, and I quote this, you don't talk like no nigga. <laughs> and I had to ask, what, what does, a, I'm sorry, what, is is a, that, what does a nigga sound like? I'm, does that offend you? It did. It, it, did. it, it did. Because... Why is it that you're making it seem like black people can't speak well? Why are you putting? Why are you saying that the only that could speak well are white people? Because that, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I I had an argument with a pastor one time because he was like, uh, if if you came to an interview for me, I'd definitely hire you because you know, you you talk like a white person. You're proper. They're thinking you're proper. Okay, but then say you speak well. Yeah, say yeah, you yeah. speak proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, say you sound educated, but don't tell me I don't sound black because there are plenty of black people that sound just like me. In fact, I, I don't think I speak all that well. There are plenty of black people that sound better than me, but they're, they're black. They were raised in the hood. I've met a couple in my day. So you, you can't say stuff like, well, you know, you, 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 you talk good. You, you don't sound like a black person. What does a black person sound like? Why is it you're putting vernacular all based on race? You know? I'm, I'm totally with that. And I've also had that statement said to me over my entire life. It's the household I grew up in. It's what was important. You understand what I'm saying? I'm Caribbean. As I've heard, we are colonized by the British. You understand what I'm saying? So like, even for my mother, standard English was key. I could not bring vernacular in the house. I was made fun of in school for speaking standard English. I couldn't be like, y'all was good. And then another thing that my mother also stated to me was, if you do that, because I was like, Ma, don't worry. I could switch back and forth because I would be made fun of in school. You understand what I'm saying? By my, my peers for speaking like this. Oh, you're a teacher's pet for doing my work, etc. If you, you go back and forth between it, you're going to mess up one day. You're going to be at an interview and you're going to forget that you're at the interview and be like, yo, what's good? Instead of just being like, oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Good evening. 
sir or madam. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's a necessary factor. And then if you even think about where this comes from, slavery, years and years of it. You understand what I'm saying? They it was against the law for us to read. You understand what I'm saying? People had to hide to read just to to have a little bit of intelligence, sharing knowledge via songs. You understand? So for me, this is very important. Being able to just have someone else understand me, even other people who speak, um, who have other dialects. A lot of Americans like to say they can't understand them. It's funny. Maybe it's my ear. But if you just listen to someone and slow their speech down, everyone could be understand it if they're speaking the same language as you. You understand what I'm saying? So like, it's just a lot of views that people tend to have and it degrades people. It degrades a race. It, that's all it comes back to. You know, and, and the craziest part about it is I've heard it more from black people than anyone else. And I think that's why it offends me so much. It hurts your feelings when they tell you that. It, it's offensive because, yeah, because you, we're, you're my people. Why is it I can't speak well? And you just look at it as, oh, you speak well. Why is it I can't sound like a black person because I speak well? Um, I, listen, it's just you can only hear it so much. And, you know, the crazy thing is I started to speak like this because when I first got to America, people made fun of me because of my accent <laughs> and the way I spoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and you try to, try to accommodate, you yeah, know, at, at doing the, the best you can, <laughs> at, at overachieving. The, <laughs> at the end of the day, there's no winning. I can't sound like I'm from the West Indian. People make fun of you and they laugh at you. But then exactly. when you sound proper, it's, oh, you sound too proper. You're an Uncle Tom. You're Uncle Tom because uh, I would like and to. And I have, like, I'm sorry. You're the one who told me that us as Caribbean people colonized by the British. I just had to say my sources. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and that's what it is. Most, most people don't realize this, but a lot of West Indian people speak the Queen's English, if that makes sense. Yes. You yeah. Know? yeah. And even the French speaking countries, if you listen to them, they accentuate very well. Yeah, they they might have a heavy accent, uh-huh. but they accentuate very well. Mm-hmm. They articulate their words in such a manner that you can understand everything they're saying. So when people tell me, oh, you don't sound black, it's always, all right, well, what does, what does, what black, does black sound, sound like? like? What does it sound like? Ignorant. That's what society is ignorant. That's what yeah, they yeah. view us at. And that's, that's as a, one thing that is, is a big issue is like, we have like these neighborhoods that are bad, you know, and like, oh, we have these neighborhoods that are bad, right? And these kids, like, they grow up around these, these neighborhoods, they see drug dealers, they see all these people who, you know, people making music. So that's all they see, right? Mm. Talking mm-hmm. like that makes them fit in, right? It makes their life easier. It just makes yeah, it does. It, it does. You know what I'm saying? And it's all they see. So why not mimic it? You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes fitting in is not the best thing for you. If you Precisely. go where everyone is selling drugs and you're trying to fit in, but you have the opportunity to go to say Harvard for whatever reason, yeah. why would fitting in be the most important portion here? Of your life, not fitting in and. And when I'm 20, 30, I'm, you know, I'm driving around a Mercedes with no car payments rather than fitting in. And, I, you know, I'm driving around a Mercedes, but now I got to look out for cops and people trying to kill me because I wanted to fit. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't equate, you know, two plus two equals fish on that one. It just yeah. don't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just giving you a reason as to why it's, it's a thing. You know what I mean? Okay. But if you want to fit in, why should you force me to feel like I am less as my thing? Why do, why do you need to beat me down to make... Because I don't sound like Because it's one of the things was like, if I'm, it's like we're all following and you're the outsider, it's pretty much what people do. They'll pick on an outsider, you know, 
Which, okay, well, I'm about to ask people, hey, would you prefer me run up on you with a, with a ratchet talking about run your pockets, son? You know what's really good? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you, get, you get it one way or the other. Yeah. You know, you can't sit down and say, oh, you, you don't speak black and you don't sound black. You don't act black. But then when I act black, it's, oh, wow, you are acting too black. Too black. I'm like, can, that's the next thing. I want to make a statement about what both of you said, because one, people always have a hatred towards what they don't understand or anything that's different to, to them as a whole. Like, that's just the human way. And then as far as fitting in. I don't understand that. I'm going to even give this story from my life. Like, I didn't, did I grow up in the hood? Yeah, I grew up in Brooklyn. The hood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you understand? I did not grow up in Park Slope where it's, it's been gentrified for generations. No. However, I do remember, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm finally going to college. I went to college in, in Hawaii. I was happy to leave New York is all I'm going to say. But I do remember I wanted to hang out with a male friend of mine. And then he went all in with this following statement. Yo, this is my hood. I'm going to live here. I'm going to die here. I'm good. I come back four years later. He's still in his hood. He's walking around in his pajamas outside. And he still lives in his mother's house. Four years later. I just wanted to go to the village to go to the movies. But he wanted to live and die in his head. It's a mental limitation that people give themselves. You understand what I'm saying? It's not about fitting in. You can fit in. And then on the inside, you're still doing your work to move forward in life. You understand what I'm saying? Because speaking the vernacular, fitting in, wearing all the clothes in the world is not going to pay your bills. And if mommy could take care of you forever, more power. I was just, I didn't understand that. I really didn't. I mean, I go like it's it's okay. Like most of you guys know, I don't I don't eat meat. And one of the funniest conversations I have is when I tell people, "Be like, hey, you want some chicken?" Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't eat chicken. They're like, "What? You don't eat chicken?" It's a weird thing to say, man. You, you, <laughs> it's a weird eat, thing. Do you eat watermelon? No, not really. You don't eat watermelon. Yeah, I think no, I don't eat chicken or yeah. I don't eat watermelon. What's what is oh. wrong? Why do why do we have to corner the market on chicken and watermelon? I mean, the thing is, most people don't really understand where that came from. That is true. Most that people true. feel like because oh, you say to yourself, everybody likes chicken. I'm pretty sure a lot of people like water. I don't like watermelon, but I'm but, sure but a lot of people do like you under, Do you know where that whole watermelon and black people thing came from? Where it come from? That was a slavery thing. Okay. They would exactly. Everything's because when it was cheap, uh-huh. you could get it anywhere, and because it would hydrate you to go back out in the fields and pick uh-huh. cotton. Fix the more cotton. So when they made that, they had a song. I forget what the song is called, but it's uh, it's nigger eat loves watermelon. Wow! And people, <laughs> some of them wow. say you don't eat watermelon. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't understand why I have to eat watermelon to be black. If you're as well as the ice cream truck tune, it's yep. the slavery. A lot of people don't know that. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah that, that that ice cream truck. What was that? What was that tune for? <laughs> it. Uh, I knew it was for. Was it for something specific? It was just a, a, it was a, a slavery, a despair, just slavery. Wow. It was about it was about runaway slaves and stuff like that, bro. That song is is crucial, man. It's it's disrespectful. Wow. So when people when people say stuff like "You're black, you don't eat watermelon, you're not black," if that what it means, then okay, fine. I'm not gonna argue. With you. And then we're black Caribbean people, okay. So to add to that, I never had grits. I don't like Kool Aid. I didn't grow up with it. 
Okay, I, I had Tang and I had Clem and some Ribena you know, and some Moby. I can keep going, but that's the point. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how you never had grits? Like, sorry, I had oatmeal. You understand what I'm saying? But it's, everything is like, why is it that people have to fit into a box? Chicken and watermelon. I don't like grape flav- flavored things. That's another thing, the flavor. I could taste that artificial flavoring. It's like people are proud about the bare minimum. Yeah. Like the young man was proud of his hood. Okay. Live and die in the hood. Here's my thing. It's not even about why you have to, why do you have to fit in the box? Why is it if I'm outside of the box, I can't be one of you? Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. That, that's yeah, my yeah, thing. Yeah, why yeah, is yeah, it yeah, I can't yeah. speak well? Why is it I can't not eat in. meat and still, and still be considered, considered black? Yeah, why yeah, is yeah. it all because people not- are mentally limited? But see, but that's what we don't understand. When you limit yourself, when we are, when we're taking time disparaging each other and saying, "Hey, you can't speak well because you're black, and you can't show up on time, and you have to eat chicken and watermelon," you are only propagating those stereotypes that white people look down us, look down us at. You know, that's true. and 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 that's a huge problem. Yeah. You know, people, people, the biggest people are saying is, "Hey, why do why do black lives matter? Is matter to black people?" But why is it I can't be black because I don't necessarily live up to your standards of what black should be? Mm-hmm. Why is it black people can't be looked at as the uh, the people of Black Wall Street? Why is it black can't be synonymous with with success and Great, and, with and, 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 and yeah, yeah, doing well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Why is it when you hear black, you don't hear the name Adonis more? Yeah, you know. And I, I find I find that to be crazy. Well, that's because in written words or history or books it's not taught to us at all like they want to remove that level of of history because it's irrelevant you understand what i'm saying this we never did this no we never took the land we never took you from the place of your origin we never made you pick cotton you know what i'm saying we didn't hang you by a tree we didn't beat you we didn't do any of that it's it's a level of denial yeah, but all those same people that they, they they talk about, they want us to believe are great people, you know? George Precisely. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. also want to, what you call it, take all of our culture. We could dance, we could dress, we have flavor. You understand what I'm saying? But as far as us being intelligent, that's not going to be pushed forward because it would disturb the norm that has gone on for so many years, which is why I'm saying as a people, we need to learn how to educate our children better, educate ourselves as, a, in, as adults. Stop even going and, and supporting businesses. Learn how to open up your own. Begin and, and build something that can be a wealth. You understand? People want to be rich. To other people and other races, Black people can only get rich by being an athlete, if I'm not, or a rapper. No, no, we can't be doctors, lawyers. We can't build things, invent things. Even though we've invented tons of things that you know, we don't get credit for, it's just like a mental state. You know what the crazy part is? You don't really realize how bad it is because think about this. this is one thing one ever thinks about when you were growing up. Everyone watched our Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, and everyone saw Carlton as that corny white, <laughs> that corny black kid that's trying to be white. Yeah, and yeah. He's not black because 
talks, the way he dresses, and the way he dances. And I didn't really think about it until recently. Like you know, it wasn't so much that he was he was trying to be white, but that's just how he was raised. He 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 was in a place to where he got he got, his education was different. He was taught how to speak well. He was taught how to dress different. He, but it, it he, was, he was corny on top of that, though. But what, what, made, <laughs> hold on, what, made, what made him corny? Is, uh, corny he is likes Frankie Avalon. You like, that's who, what makes a guy cool. You really can't put it into words, but when you see it, you know it, you know? <laughs> if, if you say so, but it, but what, what I'm saying is people found him corny because of his virtues because he didn't want to drink. He didn't want to go out and do all kinds of yeah. reckless stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why is why, why is it we have to be reckless to be cool? Why is it we have to buy Jordans all the time to be cool? You know, I've never in my life bought a pair of Jordans. I had a pair of Jordans. Never really? bought a pair of Jordans. You Me too? too? Esther, you ain't got no Jordans? None. Wow. Never bought a pair of Jordans. Huh. I love I sneakers. My ex had bought me a pair of Jordans yeah. one time, and that was the only pair of Jordans I've ever owned. Ever. And up to now, like my uh, my sons, they they like Jordans, and I tell them, for what? You're gonna buy a pair of Jordans? Their shoes? You're gonna mess them up in in two or three weeks? Have to buy another pair for two hundred and fifty dollars? And on top but again, it's a it's a status thing, and it helps a kid fit in. But why? You know? Here's my thing. Yeah. Why should I have to show you that I make money for you to for you to upset me? It's like it's like this. They say the rich stay rich because they don't live rich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they don't go out and buy Listen. Ferraris and Jordans. They go to Walmart and buy their clothes. And you will never know. You will never know they're millionaires. You will never know they're rich because they don't put on. They, they don't have to impress you. They don't have to show you, hey, I have 16 cars to be rich. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why a lot of these, a lot of these uh, older famous people don't have anything now because when they had the money, rather than say, hey, I'm going to invest some of this or I'm going to open up a couple of businesses, they go and they buy 15 cars and a, and a, and a $300 million mansion. Mm-hmm. And then when their sales decline, they can't upkeep that mansion. Now they're living in, in, in New Jersey in a, in a small two bedroom house. Jesus Christ, give them the worst situation possible. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to look at the most extreme situations to understand where things are. Yeah, yeah. you know. And yeah. I just, I just kind of find it crazy that because I don't live up to your standards, I'm not black enough for you. You know. And then, of course, you're gonna get offended when I get mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, why are you mad though? You just called me, you know, not black because <laughs> I didn't sound like you. Know, why? Why yeah. do I have to sound a certain way yeah. to be black? Why can't my skin color be enough? Why is it you can't say, hey, look at that, look at that guy right there. He is trying his ass off, man. He is doing well. He's going to school. He's graduating. He is working his way to the top. All of a sudden, because I'm doing all that, I'm not a real, I'm not a real nigga. He ain't real. <laughs> he, he ain't real. He worried about school. The only school you got to worry about is these streets. Yeah. And see, that's what goes back to what oh. I was saying about what we look at as like what we want to be when we grow up, you know? If a lot of people like you were, say, you know, you're proper, a lot of people like you was in the hood, you know, people seen that and was like, you know, I can aspire to be like that. That would change a lot, right? But there's not a lot of people like you in the hood. And you know what there are a lot of? A lot of people trying to be rappers, a lot of people trying to be drug dealers, a lot of people just doing stuff that, you know what I mean? It's a fast, quick way of making money. And that's what these kids see. And that's pretty much what they want to do, man. Yeah, but the thing is, even the older generation says stuff like that, though. Because, mind you, people that have told me I didn't sound black were my age. <laughs> it wasn't a bunch of people, it was people my age. Yeah. And I think we also tend to forget culturally 
like from whence we came, that more African culture is very flamboyant, which is why we like to show off and stuff. And we don't even know that because we don't know our own culture. You understand what I'm saying? Like we see Wakanda. Mm-hmm. We're like, ooh, Black oh Panther, <laughs> all of the stuff. And they're educated, they invent stuff, they're forward thinking. But uh, I said that they were flamboyant, but I don't know if they were that. <laughs> thinking about it. But no, but yeah, no, when they were dressed, yeah, everything it shows a level of status. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It shows a level of status. Like I remember in high school, I had basic clothing that was very expensive that my mother purchased. You understand what I'm saying? But everybody wanted to see me in the Jordans. And at the time it was the Aniche outfits and whoever else. And then I made that statement to people. I was like, I did get the one Aniche outfit. It was red, black, and white. It was fly. Wow. It was fly. Velour. It was a velour sweatsuit. Okay, I remember. And everybody became my best friend. I kept wearing that same sweatsuit <laughs> every other day <laughs> until it was played out. You understand what I'm saying? Then everybody fell off and it's like, why am I doing this for you guys? Like, what are you doing for me? And then it didn't help me get anywhere. And at the end of the, what was it? Junior year, senior year, I'm going away to college far away, getting out the hood. You understand what I'm saying? And everybody is going to the community college around the corner. There's nothing wrong with community college, but it's just like, I wanted something more. I wanted to extend myself. I wanted to experience different cultures. You understand what I'm saying? Different walks of life. I didn't want to get no damn Aniche outfit. I didn't need no friends. You get what I'm saying? Like people need to, to redirect what's important to them. You know, I, I don't know, you know, cause it's funny you say that because I'm not going to lie. When I was, when I was a teenager, I was all about, oh man, I gotta, I gotta rock the fly. It's close. So I, I have, I have owned a ton, a ton of Timberlands and, and, and Uptowns for most people don't know what that is. Air Force Ones. We call them Uptowns in New York. I think by now, yeah, yo, I got those I had. But I had, a, I had a ton of those. Like, those were, that's back up to now. That all I wear are Uptowns. Uh-huh. Like if Me you go too. to my house, I have nothing but Uptowns. All I wear. I went to a house. All you guys, Uptowns and Tims. Like the front door is just, you think that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but see, but, but, but see, but that that's my whole thing. I went through a phase where I felt like, hey, you know what? I gotta I gotta dress a certain way. And the crazy part was, no matter how I dress, the minute I started to speak, people would be like, "You still didn't fit in." Pull it back, right? You sound real white. If I, you know what, craziest thing, um, um, I had met this girl once, and. Um, I had called her house to speak to her and her mom picked up. And when she came on the phone, she was laughing. And I said, what, what's going on? She said, my mom thought you were white. I said, what? She said, my mom asked me if you were white. And I told her no. And she asked me if I was sure. And I said, wow. Because I, <laughs> okay. Wow. I guess she'd prefer me call like, yo, let me speak to your daughter, baby. I, I don't, I don't. That hurt my heart. Huh? That hurt my heart. Hearing that from like a mother. That kind of hurt my heart. Like, are you sure? That's not cool. But, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. We, we need, as a people, we need to stop using those stereotypes as an excuse to berate each other. It shouldn't be, oh, he ain't wearing Jordans. He ain't about shit. Oh, uh, he, he, he sound a certain way. He can't be black. Oh, you don't, you don't I- drink Kool-Aid and eat chicken and watermelon. You ain't black. You ain't no real nigga. You ain't never, have, you ain't never had grits. Oh. Where they raise you at? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. We just we don't eat those things. 
That doesn't make I mean, I even got that response from a Latin person, and he he chooses to continuously bring me grape flavored things because I'm black <laughs> and I don't fit that stereotype. And I'm like, and you don't say nothing, do you? No, no, no. I'm like, keep bringing them. And I'm going to throw them right in the garbage because I'm like, I can taste the artificial flavoring and I don't want it. You know, ah. you know what offends me slightly less, but it's just kind of irritating when right. people hear that you're from the West Indies and they, they assume it's either Trinidad or Jamaica. What's going on, man? That's not, that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not how we talk where I'm from. Sorry, that's not us. Are you, from, are you from Guyana too? No, I'm Beijing. I'm Beijing. from Barbados. Yeah. And Rihanna. Rihanna, okay, Barbados. Okay. Yeah, Barbados. <laughs> okay. So you heard Beijing, didn't know what it was? Nah, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Trinidad, so that makes it a little bit worse. You he's, know? From, he's from America. Oh, what? He's from Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> he's right. He's right. I, I got family over there. Oh, you do? But how do you guys think? No, so like touch on that. How do you guys feel that we can move forward as a race? Or even not even as a race, as a, a human race. I'm going to say a human race. Human race. To where things that are different, people are not afraid of. How can we change it? Because that's all that it is. It's like, oh, you're not like me. You don't talk like me. So you're go away. I don't understand you. Instead of trying to make an understanding of something that's different. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> first off, what I think. Wait, what was that? Uh, what was the question one more time? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> then you know I'm gonna start saying yeah, 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 question. <laughs> Listen, I feel like we need to learn how to be a little more uh, inclusive. Um, I'll tell you what I went to counseling a little bit ago with my with my wife, right? And okay. what you learn from counseling is sometimes when you listen to people, you have to put yourself in their shoes in a way. You know, not everything, not everything, the way people say things, you have to take it that way. So when you hear things, you don't always have to say, oh, wait, he's different. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, treat that person different. Maybe I'm going to find out why, though. Maybe I'm going to ask him why he speaks that way. Because if you ask me, hey, why do you speak that way? I'll tell you, because when I came to America, kids were savages. They made fun of me until I fell into line. And yep. it just it stuck with me. And now it's to a point to where I feel like if I can speak this way, I can go anywhere and have a conversation. I can surprise you. When people look at me saying, oh, look at him with his piercings and his tattoos. Mm-hmm. And then I open my mouth and I start to speak. It's like, oh, excuse me, which has happened to me a number of times. People look at me and yep. say, oh, look at this guy. And then I ask him a question or I explain something. And they're, they're like, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you, Speak. You, well, all right. You, I didn't. Okay. I didn't expect. I don't know what that word. I don't know what that word means, but hey, <laughs> thank you for teaching me that. Um, I, so I remember the question you was asking. How can we progress things? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Now. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the things that like you were saying is like, you know, I would try to put people into a box. I think as we go along, more and more people are going to, we can stop doing that. Just trying to, when you see somebody automatically, you judge them, you know, like I used to, I used to be a truck driver, over the road truck driver and you would see somebody and automatically you would kind of judge them. You know what I mean? They'd have this like, uh, was like a scully, like, you know, those guys that ride those. Uh, oh, like, like a bike. Yeah, yeah. Like a Harley. So you'd see somebody like that, you know, he'd have a tattoo and you'd already have like a preconceived notion of what he might be like. Laugh. Right. And he actually sit down you know, have something to eat, sit down next to the guy, you get to talking to him. You start to realize, man, we're a lot more alike than we are different. 
You get what I'm saying? Because when you you look at the end of the day, what is he doing? What am I doing? Am I getting up and going back into my truck, waking up the next morning and driving? Is that not the same thing that he's doing? You get what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of weird. Like, you know, we're splitting the hair. Similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to try, though. That's the thing. But I don't understand where that comes from because I've always been like this. Like, I'm curious to learn about something that's not like me. Probably because I... And then that's another thing. Um, I grew up around Hasidic Jews. They were completely different to what my norm was. But I was curious. I was like, well, why do they wear, like, black trench coats and they have the mm-hmm. curl and they wear their hats, but they don't talk to anybody. They just focus. And when that bell goes off, they're going to the synagogue. I was curious about these things. You understand what I'm saying? So I was like, what is it about human humans that are so terrified of changing the norm, like, or finding something new? Because I've never had that. I've never been like, Ugh, oh, they um, have a swastika on their head. Let me judge them. Maybe they got it, you know, tattooed on, on the box state. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> I mean, that's how I've been. I don't know. I just feel like we, I feel like we need huh? to embrace these differences. You know, you have to understand. Hey, you know what? That person doesn't speak a certain way, or they act this way. They're trying something new. You know, hey, they're mm-hmm. shooting for for a different goal. And at the end of the day, we just need to start treating each other better. You know, mm-hmm. don't disparage someone just because of the way they speak or the way. Or they, like I said, they don't fit into your norms, what you would consider something. More importantly, stop making it feel like we are lesser than. Because mm-hmm. we're not. Mm-hmm. Sounding educated doesn't mean sounding white. It doesn't mean not sounding black. We are not lesser than anyone. You know? I that part. If we all just felt like... if Honestly, if people were stopped, which it will never happen, money, power, respect, those things, money is the root of all evil because I feel like other than that, we would go back to the more primitive times when we're focused on growing our food, being safe from the warrior people. I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Like if we go back to that time where it's not money, power, respect and clothes and status, I feel like we would take the time to get to learn and know each other better because I don't understand what the whole issue is. I really don't. I think, I think a big problem is, we, like I said, we, we judge people before we get to know them, you know? You see somebody... Yeah, that's definitely it, but why? That's the question, right? It's because yeah, I guess like, you're trained on a certain way of like, when you just see something, just automatically judge it, you know what I mean? I guess yeah. we put it into a category, but like I said, we none of us fit into a box. None of us fit into a box. We're all very, very complex people, you know what I mean? certain people like certain things and you would never expect them to like it. You get what I'm saying? It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, it's the simplest fix for, or the best way to start this fix, changing our vernacular. Rather than saying you don't sound black because of something, say what you say. say okay. You don't, he doesn't, he doesn't sound black because he's educated. Don't say that. Say, oh man, you, you sound educated. Yeah. Like, where did you go to school? Instead of saying, oh, you ain't black because you don't eat chicken and, and, and waffles or, 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 or watermelon, say, hey, I wonder, why don't you eat, you know, chicken and watermelon? I think that's still, uh, huh? I think that's still wrong next, Mike. <laughs> I mean, no, but well, no, no, no. If, if, if you came up to me and you offered me watermelon, yeah. and I said that I don't eat watermelon, yeah, rather yeah. than say, no, you ain't black, you don't eat watermelon, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, cereal? I'm tired of hearing that. It's so irritating. It's like, I'm so tired of hearing that. 
Yeah. yeah like, well, why don't you eat chicken? Uh, I've stopped eating meat. I just kind of felt it wasn't as healthy. Why don't you eat watermelon? Not a huge fan of the taste. It's simple. Yeah. Don't just say, hey, you're not black because of this or you don't sound black. It, it takes away from who that person is. You give them complexes and now they feel like now they have to do extra to fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a terrible thing. And, you know, I feel like we all need to stop doing that. Stop these assumptions and these, 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 these notions that white is a certain way and black is a certain way. We're, yeah. we're just people. We're people. There's also white people who are what hillbillies or something yeah. known as like the ghetto yeah. form of the white yeah. people. And that's what are the rednecks as well. Yeah. And it yeah. seems like even white people look down on those part of their own community. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, what's going on? I feel like we, we all need to just start homeschooling our children and, and teaching them, begin to teach them other than what is just in the um, school systems. Mm-hmm. That's what I honestly feel because that's how I've read more books. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm at the end of the day? It's just called reading a book, being curious enough to find out more information for oneself. Mm-hmm. I think that's honestly where it begins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the end of the day. Well. That was a good topic. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> Talk to me. Now, 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 this, this next topic is, is people are going to feel some type of way about this, Uh-oh. but you know what? We're we going to have this talk. We're going to talk about, about men's rights. Oh, man. And hold on. And hold on. Hold on. And I don't mean like, 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 I'm not trying to be like a men's activist or anything. I just feel like there's certain things when it comes to equality that we don't get. And what would that be? What would that be? Yeah. What's something that? What? What was something that you feel? The choice to have a child. Okay. Explain. Okay. And let me give you an example. If let's say you go to a club, right, mm-hmm. and you meet a young lady, you guys are talking for a couple of days, you start sleeping together, and you get her pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Say you decide, hey, you know what? I don't want a child. That young lady could say, no, I, I want this child. And she can have the child. Even after you say, hey, look, I am I don't have a job. I'm not in the place to take care of a child. She can have the child and take you to court and win child support mm-hmm. simply because that's just her choice. But if it was reversed and you say, hey, I want a child. And she says, I don't. You know what the big saying is? My body, my choice. Mm-hmm. There is no recourse at, at that. You have no choice at that point. You know, we, we there, there's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, let me let me ask you this. Like, it's her body, right? So should she not be able to make the choices with her body? I'm fine with that. Make that choice. But if you go into this and I tell you flat out, if, if we if we did everything to try to prevent a child and you get pregnant and I said, look, I am not in a place right now where I can take care of a child. Uh-huh. I don't feel like legally I should be forced to do If you made the decision on your own to have this child, you should do it with the mind frame of there is a good chance he's not going to be able to take care of this child. Can I be honest with you? What's that? Should have thought of that, about that before you had sex. <laughs> okay. That's, that's that's really but, my thing. Okay, okay. I'm, okay. I'm being and, and, and I get that. And I get that. Yeah. But then, what happens when you're with a girl and she says she's on birth control? Well, then now, in, let's say if she wasn't. She said she didn't. Okay, now she's. Lying. Does, but see, but that's my but, point. You still don't have that right to say, "Hey, I didn't agree to this." Let me. Even if a girl told me that, because I've been lied to, right? It's still my responsibility to make sure that I'm protected. And what if you the condom breaks? With the condom breaks, well, then that's just God trying to send me a message. Oh, that's just God <laughs> send you a message. Okay. Okay, this is my my personal view. There's a plethora of things you have to think about in this. 
I understand where you're coming from, Dex. Definitely, you're correct. I don't know about you, Jabbar. <laughs> what? What part of No, I'm messing with you. This is my concept. Two adults or consenting individuals want to have an act that more than likely could come up with another human being. Cool. I do feel like men should have more rights. However, the woman does have to physically go through nine months of her body changing, hormones changing, carrying the child. This is not going to be against your statement, Dex, I promise. Her body has to go through a plethora of changes. All you had to do was insert, release, and carry on. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like more that a woman, more of a responsibility the woman has in terms of taking care. Now, legally, I understand where you're coming from in terms of, okay, I said I don't want this. The child still comes about and legally you're responsible financially for this child. That's where the change needs to come. I totally agree with that aspect. I don't think that that's fair. Really? Yeah, sorry, I'm serious. I don't feel... I'm sorry, let me real quick. Inject. Here's, here's you the, you're right? fine. Here's the thing. I could get Esther pregnant right now, right? Esther could move to Hawaii and, and have this child and 16 years down the line, she could never tell me about it. Mm-hmm. 16 years down the line, she can go and file for a back child support. And now I am held on the line for something that I didn't even know about. Okay. Now a situation and, like that, I do. Because, and it does happen. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, in fact, there's, there was a case a while back where a young lady stole a man's sperm. He had sex with her and mm-hmm. threw the condom in the garbage. Mm-hmm. She took it out, impregnated herself, mm-hmm. and he was made to pay child support. That's not, see, that's not right and it's not fair. Like, that's what I'm saying. I always felt there's certain things that the state should not be involved in. Government is what I'm talking about. Like, there should be a separation between church and state. I feel that so, since I was a child, I felt that way, believe it or not. Like, why are we doing the national anthem and then we're praying? Because I went to like an Episcopal church. What was the reason? Now, as far as the government having a say in what happens between Two consenting individuals having this. But that's another thing, too, though. Like, who... Suppose that the young lady has, like, um, religious beliefs that you shouldn't have an abortion. Before you even have intercourse. You understand what I'm saying? Like, all of these conversations should be had. And because it's such a a lustful, in-the-moment action that is probably going to happen, these conversations do not occur. You understand? We, we're in a time and a place where everything happens real quick. Hi, I met you. Cool. We had maybe, maybe we had a meal. Cool. We smashed unprotected before we've even had a conversation about finances. You understand what I'm saying? Religion, beliefs, etc. And then the government comes into play telling you, you have to pay this child support. And then if you don't, you go to jail. I have a major issue with all of okay. you. So let's say if a girl was to, like you just said, everything that she gets pregnant, let's say they go out, like they, they, they smash, you know, she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. She, she wants to keep the baby, like you said, for religious reasons. You think that she should just be able to take care of the baby on her own? Definitely. That's a choice that you solely made. Exactly. Now, if we can, and now if we can put it on paper, the, or now everybody has a camera and a video. If we could put it on paper or verbally state, because they're also verbal contracts, that I do not want to have a child and this conversation was had and you do it, that is all your responsibility. 
she should never be able to come back and come in and hound somebody for money that we had a conversation that I don't want no kid. Especially if that person says, I am not in the place financially or you have a child. Mm-hmm. Because you know, because you know, you know what happens then? You put you put that person on child support, right? When they can't pay child support, their license gets turned off, their passport gets turned off, they get sent to jail, mm-hmm. which builds up a rearage. They get out of jail and now expected to find a job to pay this back. Now, I'm not saying that if you don't pay child support, that it's okay to go to jail. That's that to me is a, a messed but up. see, but but that's my whole thing. You know what? That's like that's like that's like me coming to your house. Like right? we were talking on the phone, and I'm like, all right, bro, I'm gonna come over to your house. You can give me a ride back, and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not giving you a ride back, and I come anyway. Do you feel like you should be liable to give me a ride back? No. Okay, then. And that's the point. If I tell you, hey, look, I'm not in a place. But if you, if you, do you say that before intercourse? If you go to a club and have a one night stand, do you say anything before intercourse? No, obviously not. That's okay. The so, so, okay, you're single. If you go to a club and you got a girl pregnant right now and, tw- and, and 12 years from now, she hits you with, you know. Okay, 12 years from now, that's all. No, see, no, 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 Twelve years, it shouldn't make a difference. At the point, yeah. But is you like, chose to have this on your own. If you, if we had a contract, and I said I don't agree with that contract, you can't be held liable to to follow it, can you? Mm-hmm. So why is it in this situation? If I tell you from Jump Street, I am not ready for this. You still do it. If you decide, you know, I, I don't believe in abortion, that's fine. There is, there is, um, uh, what's it called? There's adoption. In fact, women can have a child right now. Mm-hmm. And go take the child to an adoption agency, a church, a fire station, and drop that child off with no recourse. Mm-hmm. But yet, if if you oh, have a child, and I say I, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, but you can go have a child, and I could say, hey, I don't want this to happen. But yet, yes. still be held liable against my will. That's not right. Mm-hmm. That is. I, I just kind of feel like at the end of the day, if you choose that on your own, regardless of how I feel then you are taking responsibility on your own. I should not be forced. Now, believe it or not, I'm not saying that a man shouldn't want to take care of his kid. Mm-hmm. I completely agree they should. That, that's what it is. That's your child. You should want to take care of it. I just don't feel like forcing somebody after they told you, man, look, I dropped out of school. I, I work off the books at how a many people, shop. How many people have that conversation before a baby is born? Nobody. Uh, so you actually, I, all right. A lot of people have that a conversation. A one-night stand? A one-night stand? You're going to tell a girl that you're not kidding? <laughs> Wait. All of these are choices. All of these begin with choices. Like, you're making the choice to have sex with this person. You understand what I'm saying? You, you made the choice. Both of you at this yeah. point made the yeah, choice. Yeah. And on top of this, possibly unprotected, possibly you made the choice to possibly tell a lie that I'm on birth control. You made a lot of choices. So I still feel back at the main topic. Men need to have more rights, just like there's women's rights and we're fighting to still have a, go ahead, abortions and all this one. Men should have more rights. More importantly, let me, let me put it to you this way. And this is a good one, actually. I didn't think about this. A woman could lie to you and say that she's on birth control and not be on birth control, and you'll be required to take care of that child for 21 years, right? Mm-hmm. But if you slip a condom off during sex, that's considered non-consensual sex. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Men do. Why is that a thing? Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's wrong. It, then that's my point. I'm not sitting down saying that, hey, women should just be saddled with the responsibility of taking care of a child on her own. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is men need something to protect us when these things happen. Okay. I have I have daughters. I have three daughters. 
And if my daughters get pregnant and they're like, hey, dad, I'm pregnant. I want to have this child. The first thing I would do is I'd like, ah, get that kid over here. Let's talk. And I would ask him, are you okay with this? Do you want to be part of this child's life? And if that kid says no, I'd like, you know what? You're good to go. I wouldn't take the child support. I wouldn't be mad at all. You know, that's your responsibility. I would take care of my grandchildren. But you know what happens? When my grandchild grows up to be something, you know, if he becomes the next president, the next mayor, the, the next Michael Jordan, the next, the next, uh, I don't know, Michael Jackson, the next, <laughs> the next somebody, but you can't come into his life and say, hey, you know what? I'm your dad. I want something. Because you gave that right up when you decided, I want nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's a choice. If my daughter decides to do it on her own, then I'm going to let her know. You understand, you are choosing to do this without a father. Like, this is something that you're going to have to deal with. I won't help you either, right? Huh? I'll be like, well, I can't quite help you either. I can can be there for you, but there's things that I'm not going to be able to do for you because I'm not that child's father. You have to understand it. And that's how I'm going to raise my daughter. If you make a choice, you have to stick with your choice. And if that person says, I legitimately don't want to do this, then don't force them to. You give them right. that don't force them to just like how no one can force you to have sex. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to force someone to 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 enter into a contract that they said you can't force somebody to to to, uh, to get married. Yeah, yeah, you can't go get a tattoo while you're drunk. Yeah, but yeah, you can tell somebody, hey, I'm gonna have a child whether you want to or not, and I'm gonna <laughs> that's force a you whole to life for the next eighteen yeah. years. Yeah. That's a whole lifespan. That's what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. honestly, people never stop being parents. And you know that's true. And then he does up at thirty. Yeah. And, and you know? is, when you force these 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 guys, right? And the guy harbor resentment towards you and that child. You look at him like, oh, I wonder why? Because I didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I was not ready for this. This is mm-hmm. this is like I had other plans. This was an accident. I know mm-hmm. I we should have been more careful. I know I played a part in this, but I told you from jump off. This was not something that I I could do, you know. So wh- why why should I be forced legally, you know? Give me give me the option if I say, look, man. And I know it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's because that's gonna leave a lot of guys getting girls pregnant. Saying, all right, well, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Good good luck. Listen, I don't think that she should be able to put him on child support, right? But I do think that he should have some sort of responsibility if she does want to keep the baby. Something. I don't. I, I'm not saying. I'm not gonna say child support, but he shouldn't just be able to just walk away scot free. And, and she's she deals with the next eighteen well, years with the kid. She says she wants it to. She yeah. just buddy. She yeah. said she wants to keep it. Well, he what made it. Alabama. What that? That means that means that she can't get an abortion, whether she wanted to or not. Can I just <laughs> get know, on the bus? Yeah, there's this funny little thing called cars where you could just get into <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a bus. Like, I don't know well, I don't know if you've ever lived in Alabama, but not everybody there has a car. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I mean, I believe that I don't have a car either. I mean, but then, <laughs> but then, that's neither here nor there. The point <laughs> is, but then, but then you know what you do have. Uh huh. You can put that child for adoption. You can give that child a better life. Okay. Because, huh? Listen, I'm not. That is, and I know it's hard for a woman to carry a child for nine months and then say, hey, I'm giving this child up. Mm -hmm. That is rough. And no one can ask you to do that. I completely understand. That's not even what I was going to think. I was going to think about the um, foster care system. Yeah. (laughs) But hold on. But that's. Because there are some people like um, they'll say, hey, you know what? There's there's agencies where you can go and you can tell people, hey, I'm having a child and I don't want it. 
And those agencies will connect you with parents that cannot have children. That say, hey, I want this child. I will take care of this child. I will provide for this child. And you know what? To make it even better, you can stay in this child's life. I've known a girl who's giving up her child for adoption. And she calls the parents and talks to that child all the time. They'll send her pictures. They'll say, hey, they're having a birthday party. Do you want to come around? Mm-hmm. You understand? So, so you can't sit down and say, hey, you know, there's no abortion. I don't have a choice. You have a choice and you made your choice. But now you're forcing your choice onto me. So another person, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Like I said, in general, many more rights. But what baffles me is... The government is predominantly men. So why is it that they, why were these laws made? Who do you think they were really made towards? Think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Who, who was it made for? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It was made for us. Okay. It was made for us because at the end of the day, I'm like, why would men make these kinds of laws against themselves? To an extent, because it's not for them, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they get caught up in one or two of them do, but it's predominantly to keep us down. That's what I believe, honestly. And then financially, we're not always in the best places as a race because of the tribulations we must go through just to even get a job or get something that could pay rent and actually live, per se. But I do feel like men need more rights. What kind of rights do you feel like men should be added to the list as men. Um, you mean all Other together? Pardon me? I mean, I mean, listen, personally, I feel like at the end of the day, it's your body, but I feel like we should be able to come up with something together. If I want a child and you don't want a child, then you shouldn't have the right to say, hey, you know, I'm getting rid of this child. There's nothing you could do about it. Just like how you can make the choice of, hey, I'm going to have this child. There's nothing you could do about it. So you it. want there to be just a clear rule going across it the board. It should be equality to an extent going yeah. across the board. You know, Don't sit down and tell me that I can be forced to have a child if I don't want to. But now if I want that child, you can say, oh, good luck, son. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh, I'm, not, I'm not carrying this. So, bye. And there's nothing that could be done about it. That's not right. If, if, if I can be held legally liable to take care of a child, then you should be held legally liable to provide me with that child at the end of the day. If, 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 you, want to be, if you want to be equal with it, then the same way you can force me, which again, I don't feel like it's right. Mm. I feel like no one should be able to force anyone is my point. You understand? And, it's, and, and especially when you're putting me in a position to where now you put me on child support, even after I didn't want this, now I'm struggling to make ends meet. Now, if I yes. meet someone and I actually want to have a child, I still have to pay $800 worth of child support to you. You know? Because yes. these it's things it. happen. And you know, and believe it or not, when you miss child support, it goes on your credit. Mm-hmm. And it, could be, it, it could be an accident. You yeah. could have you you been paying the child support on time and maybe you sent it into the wrong place, or you could have lost your job, you know, and can't get a job for six months. Or a pandemic starts. Or, 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 or a <laughs> pandemic starts like now. These things, that affects your credit score. Now, now you're in a place where you, now you cannot do what you need to do. But yet no one, else, no one cares about it. No one cares about the situation you are in because at the end of the day, it's for the mom. Like, I've been told in the past that for a father to get custody of a child from a mom, that mom, you, you have to physically show abuse. Mm-hmm. 
Like I was told by a lawyer a while back, uh, you would have to prove that the mom is putting out cigarettes on that child's arm. Hmm. And that's not right because at that point you could be in a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, then who, who, is, who is this benefiting at this point? Yeah. Who is this benefiting? That, that's all not the child because that's whom I feel like should be the most important in this because they didn't ask to be in, like, brought into a situation like this. So the child as well as the man is the ones who's really, really hurting from this yeah, to me. Yeah. Cause like you, you, okay. So you were brought into this world. Cool. Both people are not in agreement that you should be here. Okay. But it, people always say it takes a village. You don't have to have a child to understand that you need some help. It's a lot of work, even just taking care of a dog. I'm not trying to enlighten a child to a dog, <laughs> but they are a very large responsibility. You understand what I'm saying? Like they, they have to go to the doctor. They need to eat every day. They need to be bathed, et cetera. Fed, whatever the case may be. Like I still haven't fed mine yet for the day. (laughs) (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, it's a lot of responsibility to sustain a human life. And to copulate takes two people, takes common sense. That was time spent. You understand what I'm saying? Whether it was one minute or no. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. one minute or an hour it could last a whole person's lifespan you understand what I'm saying and then to add on to that you're not even thinking about the psyche of the child that's being brought into this you understand what I'm saying whether they're not going to have enough finances to experience or learn all the things they're going to need to learn so they, they can be an upstanding citizen they might be those young boys and girls that live in the hood you understand what I'm saying? Just letting the streets raise them. You understand? Because of whatever, the however the parents are able to provide for them or not able to provide for them. These are thoughts that need to be had. And as far as men having more rights, I'm with, I'm with the shits. I really am. Because I don't feel like the legal system is really, there's no balance of skills. It's, it's the most unequal. It's not fair, yeah. It's a very unbalanced scale, and I really don't understand it. That's why I was asking, what kinds of laws do you feel should be added to the repertoire of men? Because we have a lot of laws. Like, animals have more rights than humans. Do you know that? Man, you are, you are not. <laughs> here's here's the problem. Saying. Here's the problem, though. When you ask a question like that, people can answer you, but no one ever thinks about the recourse of these laws putting into place, you know? Like I could say, hey, men should have the same amount of men should be able to just disappear. And then now you have a ton of men saying, hey, you know what? You're on your own. These guys will get those pregnant and just vanish. And that's yeah, not right. Yeah. But then this could also stop, you know, some of these some of these uh, ladies that go out to these basketball games. And oh, my, games don't and get me started. Pregnant just for a paycheck. You understand? And that's and that's what I'm saying when it comes to men's rights. Some men just don't have that. We, we don't have that protection. Mm-hmm. Who protects us? You know? And again, please don't, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm being miso- misogynistic mm-hmm. or anything like that. It, it's, it's not about that. It's, it's basically about equality for the most part, you know? Yeah. I just kind of feel like you're holding my feet to the fire, but then you're saying, hey, it's okay for you to, to lie to, to me. I can't lie to you, but you can lie to me. I can't mis I can't mislead you, but you can mislead me. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna be the one that's stuck paying for it, you know? 
And by all means, like I said, I know having a child and raising a child is not easy. So more power to all women that do it, you know? And I, yeah, more power to women that do it. Because there are single fathers out there. Yeah, there are. I know, I know, I know a, a ton of my friends. I was in the military with has his son, and he's an amazing father. Amazing. Yeah. Spends time with his like, son, all this great stuff. Human life is no joke. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, I do agree with you guys. We do need to be a little more careful who we lay down with. I, I will mm-hmm. that that had that has a lot to do with it. But you know what? The real thing is sometimes you don't really you think you know a person until you get put in the position. Yeah, you could be messing with the girl for six years and think that hey, she's gonna take care of me and she's gonna be for me, and then you get her pregnant and all of a sudden it's ah cha ching. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I mean- I find it sad that women do do that because I've been in a welfare, um, what you call it, office once or twice in my life. And that's primarily who's in it. A lot of women with a lot of children, like one woman with a lot of children. I'm like, this was just to get that government paycheck so you could just stay at home because they really do pay a lot for children. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, so you think this is a game? Like, oh, I need 500 more dollars. Let me have it. Let me pop out another one. What's going on with our society? What's going on? And you know, the, you know, the crazy part about that is they will allow a woman to have these kids, right? Not have a job and then tell the father, you're required to have a job <laughs> yeah. to take care of these kids. Yeah. Okay, well, what about her? Well, she has the kids. Yeah, but she's living off the government. She's in public housing. She's getting food stamps. She's getting free Medicare. While I'm here working, and because I'm making a paycheck, I'm not entitled to half of these things. I can't wait for some kind of law to come in place because there's clauses for every law. There's a, there's a loophole around everything, but I I can't wait for the day that things do have a level of balance and equality. Like even just capping it off at a certain point for getting subsidi- subsidiaries for children. Because mm-hmm. it's wrong. It's like, well, what's the point? What are you doing? And then also making sure that the money goes where it's supposed to, to the children or to like a college fund, to their food, clothing, et cetera. Because a, a lot of people are not putting this money to these children. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. sad. I'm laughing, but it's sad. At the end of the day, it's just like, I just, that's, that's, that's bad to even think about getting rid of the government altogether. But I, they don't, what do they do? Yeah. Especially, this this go around. This is like a whole entertainment. It's like a reality show on television. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> well, is. that's Commander in Chief was was a part of it. this. Listen, <laughs> this this <laughs> might be this might be Apprentice Twenty Twenty. We don't know. We don't pure entertainment. Oh my goodness, it's pure entertainment. It's just like you have the lives of lots of people dangling in, in your hands, like the choices that you guys make, and you're taking a vacation. You guys want to take vacation? Like no, we could make this choice by the end of this week. But if not, we're still going to go on vacation. Like, that's what's presently going on. I'm like, this is the world in which we live. We're all just trying to by. And and you guys were right. At the end of the day, it's all about choices. Mm -hmm. And just like how, just like if I make a choice to go and rob a store, I'm going to be held accountable for the choice I made. Everyone should be held accountable for the choice they made. And if you choose to have a child knowing that, hey, I cannot financially and mentally be there, then you should go into it with the mind frame of, hey, you know what? He was honest with me. He let me know where he stood. 
I'm going to take that to face value. Or make the decision to be abstinent or use the other home. Oh, okay, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. We should probably end it on that. <laughs> we will. I just have one more question. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask one question, and we don't need to get into. We don't even need to have a full topic about it, full conversation. I'm just curious to know your. I seen a picture recently um, of. Uh, it was a picture of this young lady on the street, right? And another woman had a sign, and it was saying that the lady on the street. Um, was the wife of an NBA player and she's homeless. And they were saying that it was Dwayne Wade's ex-wife, I think it was. Ooh. And he has he has the children. Mm. So the question was, she received $5 million when they separated. Mm-hmm. Should he be taking care of her because she's the mother of his Should children? he still have to pay her alimony even though she doesn't have the kids? Not even alimony. Should he take care of her because that's the mother of his children? What, is it okay to let your children's mother live on the street? How does she get there? That's, that's my point. And that's how I feel. I feel like, and you people, again, this might be the unpopular opinion. Uh-huh. And my, I feel like if, if we divorce and you got $5 million, yeah. you, made you, more, you made more than most people make in their lifetime. For an, an average person, if I give you $5 million mm-hmm. right now, that would drastically improve your life. And if you spend it right, you, you could possibly you not have flip to it. Again. Yeah, you could always flip that. And I'm not talking the illegal way. You can invest yeah, like, it. Yeah. Like, let's, be honest. let's be honest. You could put $2 million aside for your, for your living expenses. Yeah, and you could yeah, live comfortable yeah. for Barry, years. Barry. And then yeah. put, a hundred, put $100, $300 million well, invested. Open up a couple of businesses. You could make that into, in, into your own thing. So I kind of feel like me personally, this is just my opinion. Uh-huh. If you made $5 million coming out of this, and you ended up on the street, that's because, again, you made bad choices. <laughs> I was about to say choice. What Esther said, she said, how did she get there? That's a great, that's a great question. And that's and the you, first question. <laughs> yep, and I shouldn't be forced to take care of you now mm-hmm. because you made terrible choices with your money. You had more than enough. You squandered it. Did she have to pay any legal What? I mean, that's not illegal. Did she have to pay legal fees? Did she have... Bills, I don't know. But it's, know. Who knows what she got? Here's, Five million dollars. Here's, here's the thing: a lot of people don't know this. Here's the thing: um, a fair amount of the times, when it comes to divorces, mm-hmm. um, if you have one party that makes significantly more than the other, if they have the means, a fair amount of judges will tell that person you're going to pay the other person's legal fees, especially if they can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, true. So, but I mean, even if she had legal fees, if she made $5 million, I can guarantee she didn't pay $4 million in legal fees. Yeah. She didn't. It's, yeah. it's not a thing. Did they tax it? Huh? I'm trying to find excuses for shorty. Did they tax it? me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but something. You came out of this, you came out of this doing okay. So if you were in the streets, it's because you put yourself there. Well, let me ask you this. Would you still have a problem just seeing her out there? Let's say it's a woman that you used to love. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, because I mean, like, even though I, I would be like, I'd buy her, I still buy her, I'd just buy her like a regular house, you know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, but the problem is, when does enough become enough? That's true. Because let's be honest, if I knew that every time you see me on the street, you're going to take care of me, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I would have no respect for anything you give me. Yeah. Because at that point, yeah. it's, oh, I can, she, he bought me a car, I can go ahead and sell this car, he'll mm-hmm. see me walking and buy me another one next week. Yeah. Like, when well, is, yeah. When is enough People- enough, you know? <laughs> People don't have the respect for things if they don't work for it. And I've noticed that in life. 
like giving people things for free. I'm like, let me borrow your car. And then you come back and there's cigarette stains in the seat because <laughs> they didn't work for it and they didn't purchase it. No, they're not going to respect your property the same way that you would because yeah. you worked for it. Now, as far as she did, well, I don't know what else they did in their relationship, but she opened her legs. She got the responsibility of a child or two or three. They divorced. And what were you, what was she doing before? Did she work for her? When I say work for herself, I'm saying, was she a sustainable human? Like, did she take care of herself? Did she have those means? Cause then there's people who have no drive in life at all mm-hmm. and want to be kept. That's yeah. another issue. And if she wanted to be kept, she'd keep her ass right there on the fucking well, I think <laughs> I think most NBA wives are kind of kept. You know what I mean? Not to say that they didn't have a career before they met that person. No, they, they want to be kept. kept. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even Gabrielle Union, she kind of fell off when she got with Dwayne Wade. But, but you know the difference with Gabrielle Union huh. is? She had, she's already established. If yes. I do a way leave tomorrow, she can go and say, Hey, you know what? I want to be on a TV show. I mean, she, she has, she had, what is it? Being Mary Jane. Yeah. She has yeah. all these movies she's been in. Yeah, she, she built her, she, she has, her she, own, she has company. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. she has part sponsors. She has yeah. partnerships. So even if they divorce tomorrow, she can say, Hey, she's you know what? what? It's fine. I can do me. Yes. You know, she doesn't seem like she's the type that she's going to leave and then go spend all of her money and be broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I'm just saying how a lot of NBA wives. How do you spend $500 million? I mean, I get it. I could spend like a million, go outside and come back. You just leave the house in New York. You spend more than $100 just leaving. I get it. It's a lot of money. But how do you do that? Is it drugs? <laughs> I, I think you know. I think I think she got used to a certain lifestyle, and she kind of figured, "Hey, you know what? Someone's gonna always bail me out." Yeah, and that's where the problem was. That's sad, but no, that's even that comes from a for me personally because it's like that comes from a whole nother mental state of ignorance. Because you have a certain amount of money in your hands, you're like, "Okay, I'm human. This is not gonna last forever. Things change. How can I sustain this?" Cause that's a blessing, five hundred million. Yeah, you can flip that even somehow. If even if it's so five million, you're so store, good. You can Etsy store, freaking buy things from the Chinese people wholesale. Etsy store, twenty dollars for things you paid fifty nine cents for. You can sustain. Come on, man. No. I just I have two hundred thousand dollars in school loans. Could somebody come and pay that for me? <laughs> now, now listen. Please. Full disclosure. I did see this on the internet. Oh, you know, the internet is known to put out I a lie or two every now and again. Uh, no, not okay. the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's every now and again, it's hard to find them, but sometimes, every sometimes, now and again, yeah. there's one lie out of the million. It's like a shooting star, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shooting stars on the internet in that so game. This, this may not be a real story. It might be. I may have got the number wrong. It may be five million or 500 million. Either which know. way. But regardless, be a million in our life. Look, regardless, the situation is still the same if it was true or not. If you came out of a marriage with five million, if you came out with two million, you are you still have enough money to set yourself up. You may not live like a rock star anymore, but you can still live. I think she has a gambling problem, but uh, that's just me. Something. Would you let your BM, stay, your baby mother, stay on the streets though? At the end, like at that's the end of she spend like, the money. Hard. I would buy her a three bedroom, yeah, two bath. That's, that's it. And that's, that's it. What, I would tell her that's it. We're here's done. What, here's what I would do. <laughs> Me personally, uh-huh. 
I would say, look, you had five minutes coming out of this, so here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to get you a little Kia. I'm going to get you a little Kia. Uh, I'm going to put you in a little apartment. I will pay your rent. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, in advance, I'll pay your rent for the next six months. I will put food in your, in your kitchen. I will give you enough to put yourself in a better place. And at that point, if you choose not to, then you showed me that you just don't care. And at that point, then now my, I can wash my hands. So you're just saying you're just going to give her a fresh start, but she's it's on her to continue. Yeah, absolutely. Get on her feet and take Abs- care of herself. Because you're not doing it for the rest of your life. Okay. Well, just because you had children, you should be kept for the rest of your life. Well, I don't get this. It would be for a show. Because like one job is fire you. They don't say, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. We're, we know we fired you last week, but we're going to keep giving you, you know, $300. Exactly. Like, hmm. <laughs> we know what's no. rough out there. <laughs> they were giving people $600 free dollars a week. Yeah. And yeah. they just take it right back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not helping anybody. That's somebody getting evicted. Some yeah. people were depending on that. You understand? So I don't know about that one either. But, yeah. Like you can give them a bit of a fresh start. And if they are that desperate to get back on their feet, they mm-hmm. will make it work. Esther says this, but I've seen her take care of many an ex-boyfriend. Oh, but oh, that's Esther. Oh, Esther. 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 <laughs> Esther has oh. a good heart. <laughs> Esther, is a, Esther has a good heart. She is a sweetheart. <laughs> I you know? I'm just saying, if times ever get hard, I know who I am calling. But I don't see gender. It's like if I have my heart, it's for you. You know, I care about. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even consider it taking care. I was like, okay, this is a us thing. I'm paying car tickets. I'm paying for school. Whatever the case may be, like I was thinking about as a unit for to build something. In fact, it's just. People I found. I once went. I once went to go visit Esther, and I didn't have parking, so I parked in front of a school. And I knew I like. I, I woke up and I looked at my watch, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll just take that ticket." And I took that ticket, and Esther was like, "Hey, I'll pay for it." I'm like, "Now nah, you good. how much was the ticket?" Oh well, yeah, because you came to visit me, like, and I know there's like hardly parking in my neighborhood, it was and stupid. you were tired. You just drove, you know. New York tickets hey, I have are a big heart. Ruthless. <laughs> New York yeah. tickets are ruthless. So, yeah, I believe. So, are you trying to say I'm too nice? Huh? I'm trying to I'm say trying. I'm trying to say that if if you were Dwayne Wade and that was your ex, I know you'd be like, "All right, look, I, you get on my nerves, but I'm but I'm, got I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put you up in uh up in this Econo Lodge for a couple of days." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is me, and you maybe have some lobster and some steak. Yeah, you know, so so look, at the end of the day, me personally, I just kind of feel like she had a good life and she squandered what she got out of it. I feel like he is not entitled to he should he he's not obligated, excuse me. He's not he's obligated. He's taking care of the children already. Exactly. He's taking care of the children. He's not obligating anything for you. Now, like you said, for you to be someone's mom, then yes, you have that much respect. You don't want them to be hurting. So you could do the bare minimum, but anything above the bare minimum. I wouldn't do. But the issue is, if he does the bare minimum, you know what's going to start, right? Ah, oh, man, he's rich, though. Why he can't do better for her? Mm-hmm. Why? She because with a rich bracket comes rich taxes, and it doesn't last forever. And when, and when he's either retired or whatever, and if he didn't work and invest his money, he can be... What, what happened to Iverson? What happened to Spreewell? Damn. Precisely. Hey, it does well. not... La- 
Hold on. A better, a better question is, what happened to MC Hammer? <laughs> you see where, that's what I'm saying. Things don't last forever. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could even take that back into as a community. We don't understand how money works. We don't understand how investment saving, because we would like to um, create a wealth, not a richness, a wealth that you could pass down to your kids. Because that's what Caucasians can do. You know what I'm saying? Like the white privilege comes from they were born with stuff already. They were born with this house. They were born with a a school fund. You understand what I'm saying? Like for us, as soon as we're born from thence, some of us have a house to go back to, maybe in the Caribbean or somewhere, but most of us don't. We have to work from the beginning. So shorty who wants to be kept, gonna have to learn how to fend for herself because her children are already being taken care of. You understand what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah. Mm. Find some drive. Well, you know what? This was a this was an excellent, excellent show today. I have fun. I, yo, <laughs> always have fun. I'm about to make your permanent installment here. <laughs> the queen, you gotta crown it. Uh-oh. Hey, you know. Hey, you know, every every king needs his queen. Uh-huh. Anyhow. Flesh. <laughs> but hey, thank you. Thank you for taking time to speak with us today, I say. Um, Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And for those of you just joining at the end, I'm I'm Dex. This is Jay. And this was Complicated Discord. And that's Esther. (laughs) Peace. Queen Esther. Bye.